What's up? Welcome back to the On The Ball Podcast. Now, since the last time uh, we put out an episode, the Golden State Warriors and Toronto Raptors have played Game 3, Game 4, and Game 5. Last night was Game 5. Um, I'm doing the podcast on Tuesday, the night after Game, or the day after Game 5. It is 319. And, wow, this has been a really, really crazy series. Um, game 3... Uh, I actually didn't watch a whole lot of Game 3. I was out, I was busy. Um, but Steph Curry was fantastic in that game and um, had 47 points. He was really terrific. And in the first quarter, like, you could, it was obvious that Curry was going to have that kind of game where, like, no shot was a bad shot. Um, no, nothing was off the table. They were going to go. Like, they're just going to go hard and give it all they got. He was shooting, um, not, it wasn't necessarily a bad shot for him, but he was shooting at a much higher volume than he usually does. He was playing selfish, which he should have. I'm not, like, like crapping on him for I'm not trashing him for the way he played in Game 3. Uh, but he played, like, um, he played with some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't want to say he played scared. Um, but, I mean, he, he played it all on the line in that game. Um, and he played, not a little bit frantically, he played like he was, um, like it was a must-win game. And he played like he was scared to lose. Um, it was a fantastic game by Curry. Pro- probably his best playoff performance ever, uh, I would say so. Um, and he still lost. And he really lost because the Warriors... Like, none of his teammates helped him out at all. Um, like, he really got no help from his teammates at all. Clay Thompson was out that game, so he really had no help in that game. Um, and his teammates that were healthy, um, they were just not very good. And so they had no chance of winning that game. The Raptors easily won. Um, it, it, the, the, um, you know, it was in doubt a couple of times at the end. Um, at the end, the Raptors kind of let the Warriors back into it in the last three minutes, but the real, really, the final, the final score was never in doubt in my mind. Um, I knew the Raptors were going to win it, and I didn't think the Warriors had any chance. Uh, the Warriors all, they tried, like, from, um, from game three on, they've been trying to double-team, uh, Kawhi Leonard, trap him, make him kick it out to his teammates, uh, but he's got, like, the Raptors are a really good team, and so that's not working out. Uh, the Raptors have a lot, and I, when I say a lot, I mean they have a lot of guys they can rely on, guys they, that can shoot, they can score, um, a lot of guys that can create their own shots, so do, just double-teaming and trapping Kawhi Leonard isn't going to work, um, and in Game 3, the Warriors just got, they, they got killed, uh, really because the Warriors had only one guy who can create his shot, and that was Curry, um, and he played tremendously, he was very efficient too. Um, in the four, in the second half, his numbers kind of dipped a little bit, and his efficiency, and his efficiency went down. Uh, but he was still very good. Um, and 47 points is the second most points in a finals loss, um, which is insane. Uh, but moving on to game four, game four, I'm trying to think what happened. Clay came back. Um, the Raptors won. I'm trying to really try to dig back in my mind. I'm trying to recall what happened. In game four, Raptors went up 3-1. Uh, Clay, Clay had 25 points. Uh, or did he have 28? He had close to 30. 
let me look, because he was actually really good. Clay, coming back from his injury, because he had injured, uh, was it a hamstring? He had a lower leg injury early on, early on in the series when he tried to stick his legs out and get a foul call on a jump shot, and he got hurt. So he missed the game, came back game four, and he was spectacular. Um, had near 30 points. Curry was, he wasn't great. Only He had 26 points, uh, but it was a quiet 26, very inefficient. And Boogie, Boogie was just not good. Boogie has been, like, unplayable at times. Um, he looked good in Game 2. There, he had some moments last night in Game 5. But in Game 4, Game 3, he was just terrible. Um, and he's not reliable in this series. Hasn't been reliable. Uh, like, he really hasn't been consistently good in this series. And it's really sad to see because... Right now, with Durant out, he is a huge part of the Warriors' success. Like, he has to play well for them to be able to win this series. And he just hasn't shown that he has the ability to be consistently good. In, uh, really offensively. That's what they need him. They need Cousins to be uh, good on offense. Be able to just be a threat offensively. Like, in the low post, as a shooter get rebounds, and he's probably going to have to step up his defense. And he has to. Because uh, Jordan Bell, there were times where he, he made a lot of mistakes in Game 5. Like, a lot of terrible mistakes in Game 5. But I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, game 4, that, uh, really, the Warriors, um, I mean, it, it just sucked Game 4. Because this whole series has been absolutely fantastic at times. There, they, there's been some really good games. Um, but in my opinion, it's just disappointing. Uh, the whole series has been disappointing because Durant hasn't played. And the Warriors, although many people want to crap on them for their their roster, um, like it's a good roster, but without Durant, who they have $30 million invested, in, invested with, like without Durant, they don't have a good team. They're not better without Durant. Anyone who says that the Warriors are better without Durant are stupid. Those people are morons. Don't listen to them because they have no clue what they're talking about. The Warriors have more ball movement and the offense is more fluid without Durant because they don't have to run any ISO sets that are for Durant specifically. So they have more ball movement and on many possessions, even when they go deep in the shot clock, they can still run an offense and get a good shot. Uh, but with Durant, that's not always the case. But they are not as good without Durant. Durant is, in my opinion, the best player in the world. If I mean, if if he's not the best player in the world, he's the second best. Um, and it's either him or Kawhi Leonard. But Durant is a dog. That dude is a freaking monster. He is a beast. And don't disrespect Kevin Durant. The Warriors are not better without him. Like, if the Warriors didn't have Durant for this entire series, they would they would have lost in five. Um, Durant playing last night, even in the few minutes, he was really good. And it helped. He, he, his production in the few minutes he played was really nice. Um, anyway, I'm talking about game five. Now, I need to go back to game four. Um, game four, Kawhi Leonard was really, really, really good. 36 points. Um, 12 rebounds, 4 steals, 1 block, 2 assists, he was just everywhere. Uh, Curry struggled a little bit, uh, like I said. Shot 9 and 22, 2 of 9 from the 3-point line, 7 8 from the free throw line, had 27 points, 6 assists, 4 rebounds. 
Um, but I mean, just efficiency not that high, which is, in my opinion, is understandable because he's having he's getting double teamed, triple teamed, he's being trapped. The whole defense is focusing on him, so I understand it. Um, as long as he's getting 25 plus points, I think he's good, even if it's not efficient. Uh, just with the way the Raptors are defending him, um, I mean, he's not. It's gonna be really hard for him to shoot. Uh, like 50% from the field, 40% from the three-point line. His numbers are going to be lower than that. They, his efficiency is not going to be great. Um, but, I mean, Curry, I think he's, like, from an efficiency standpoint, he's been disappointing in this series, but I think he's had some really nice moments. Like, in Game 3, he was fantastic. Last night, he was really good. Um, game 1, he was good. Game 2, he wasn't great. Um... And really, the defense is just what they're what he's having to go go up against. It's really it, the Raptors have done a great job making it tough for him. Um, game four, Quinn Cook. Oh my God, he sucked in Game four. Quinn Cook. I'm not a huge fan of Quinn Cook, but he's been really good in the playoffs. Like he really has. Um, he's been a nice option for the Warriors off the bench. Game four, he just crapped his pants, bro. He sucked. He was terrible. He missed, like, he missed every single shot he took. And it felt like it, too. He had so many open three-pointers just hitting the back of the rim, clank. Like, dude, come on. He had this one wide-open mid-range shot. And my God, if you're an NBA player, you're one, of the be- you're one of the best basketball players in the world. Like, you're in this elite company of, like, 300 people who are the best basketball players in the world. If you're wide-open from, mid- from mid-range... You should be able to hit that shot. Quinn Cook can't hit it. And I'm sorry, but... And I understand that Quinn Cook is not a great player. But in it, my... Like, my expectation... I... Like, me expecting him to hit these kinds of shots... And these aren't, like, crazy expectations. Um, he should be able to meet them. He should be able to hit a wide open three. A wide open mid-ring shot. He's got to knock down these shots for the... Like, because he's... Like, they have to play him. They have to rest Curry. And he's really the only option to have that point guard. I mean, Livingston, he's been nice at times. But he really looks close to retirement. Like, he's, he probably needs to retire after this series. Because this season, he has not been that great. Um, he's looking a little sluggish. He's definitely not as good as he was, like, in 2016. Um, and then, but, like, Quinn Cook, he was so bad. In game four, just absolute garbage. Uh, but Clay Thompson, he he was special in game four. He came to, he came he came to play. He was not messing around. Um, six to ten from three point range, beautiful. Um, actually, had zero free throws. If he had say like five to eight free throws, um, he would have had like thirty to thirty five points. Um, but he had twenty eight points, and he was spectacular shooting wise. Who else played? Andrew um, Andrew Bogut. 11 point or 11 minutes, uh, didn't do much. Had six rebounds. Looney had 10 points. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot about Looney. Looney was really, really good in Game Four. Uh, that was his first game back because he got injured early on in the series. So he played 20 minutes, came off the bench, had 10 points. One thing that's really funny: Steve Kerr, the Warriors head coach, would rather get castrated. Then start Kevin Looney. I swear, he has not started Kevin Looney in this series. And it is hilarious. Like, he just won't start Kevin Looney. In game one, 
he started uh, Jordan Bell for I don't know why. Why? Why? In, uh, why are you starting Jordan Bell in an NBA Finals game? Start Kevin Looney. Kevin Looney is a beast. I don't understand. Like he's really good. He's been so good in the playoffs. He's been really consistent. He's been really good offensively. He's improved as a pick and roll guy. Um, he's been a nice rebounder, a good rim protector. Start Kevin Looney. Uh, but he was fantastic in the 20 minutes he got in Game 4. Uh, anyway, really, what's, what did Draymond do? I feel like, yeah, Draymond had five turnovers, which was terrible, like, terrible turnovers. Um, 12 assists, 9 rebounds. He had a decent snack line, but those turnovers, that's a lot. Uh, and he's been solid this series. Um, he's been kind of careless with the ball, which I haven't liked. Um, I really haven't liked. But yeah, so Curry didn't, Curry wasn't great in game four. Clay was phenomenal. Um, but, I mean, they, this was actually not a terrible game by the Warriors. Um, Curry actually got a lot of help in this game, unlike game three. Uh, Siakam was really good, was okay. 19 points, only shot six for 14 from the field, 0 for 2 from the three-point line. Uh, oh, he had, seven, he had eight free throws, made seven. Okay, so he really wasn't that great. Uh, but Kawhi Leonard, he was fantastic. Lowry wasn't great. Gasol wasn't... Who was good? Serge Ibaka. That's right, 22 minutes, 20 points, four rebounds. That 20 points... Like, Ibaka has been really solid in this series. Um, I mean, he's just been tremendous coming off the bench. Um... He's been super, super uh, efficient and super reliable for the Raptors offensively. Um, he's also been great defensively uh, when he's been defending DeMarcus Cousins. Um, and if he can shut down Cousins, like, the Raptors will win this series in Game 6. And it won't be difficult. Uh, now, moving on to Game 6. I want to talk, or, yeah, Game 5. I want to talk about Game 5, which happened last night, which was one of the craziest game NBA Finals games I've ever seen. So early on, uh Durant plays. He's on fire in the first quarter, scores eleven points. Um he's hit he's hit every one of his threes. He hits two really contested threes um in the first quarter. Um and he was really playing a different role than he usually does offensively. He was more of a catch and shoot guy early on. Uh one thing I didn't like were was how many minutes he played. He played a lot of minutes for not playing in a month. I thought the Warriors were, or I thought Steve Kerr specifically would be smarter in how many minutes he would give Durant. Uh, but he was like, I don't, screw that. Screw being conservative with Durant's minutes. I'm, well, he's just going to have to play 40. Um, I don't know what his pace was, minute-wise, but it felt like he was about to play the entire game. And he was really good. Curry was tremendous in the first quarter as well. Scored 14 points. He was hitting the shots. Clay was hitting the shots. The Warriors didn't miss a three in the first quarter. Yet, at the end of the first quarter, they were only up by six, which is crazy with how good the Warriors were offensively. It just speaks volumes how good um, the Raptors are. The Raptors are a tremendous team, and they match up very well with the Warriors. And then, um, in the second quarter, Durant gets hurt. Looks like he tears his Achilles. We'll get more information on that soon. Um, hopefully it doesn't come out before I put this podcast up. Uh, but we haven't gotten any information, um, since last night's game. 
he went down with what looked to be an Achilles tear or some kind of Achilles injury. And, like, Raptors fans were celebrating after he got hurt, which was weird, crazy. Um, it pissed off a lot of people. Like, the entire, the entire just uh, country of America, like, the entire United States went from being full-on Raptor supporters, having, like, Vince Carter gear, like, uh, Leonard, Kawhi Leonard jerseys. Like, people went from being just full-on Raptors fans to just turning on the entire state of Canada and in just like five seconds after Katie got injured. Like there was this one dude um sitting like courtside right under the basket. He was waving at Durant after he got hurt. Like, you idiot, what are you doing? Like, if you wish for an athlete to get hurt, you're an idiot and you're a scum. You're a scumbag. Um I, I just I don't understand what's wrong. With people, that was just crazy. I can't believe the Raptors were were just cheering Durant being injured. That's crappy. The entire state uh, or the entire country of Canada—they're just crappy people. Um, they suck. Like I, I was so upset when they when I saw they were cheering uh, because Durant got injured. Uh, but I mean, at halftime, the Warriors were still up. They were playing well without Durant, and I think. Oh, Durant's injury really fired him up. Because, like, after he got injured, Clay Thompson was, like, waving the, cl- the crowd. He's, like, like throwing his hands at the crowd, like, saying, screw y'all. Um, like, shut up. Like, what are y'all doing? And then even Raptors players were, like, looking at the crowd, telling them, telling them to shut up. Stop cheering, you fools. What are y'all doing? Um, like, this dude seriously hurt. We, like, y'all were Canadians. Like, why are y'all cheering this dude being injured? Um, and I think it really fired the fired up the Warriors because they were playing very well with even with Durant off the floor. Um, he, they they were they were just fantastic in the first half, and then in the second half, the Warriors were playing very well in the third quarter. I'd like to see Game Five. I want to look to to see um, if I can find like a quarter by quarter like scoring summary because the Warriors were just tremendous. Um, in the first half, and but once the second half came around, like the fourth quarter, it really, really, like, kind of went downhill. Like in the fourth quarter, the the Raptors started cutting into the Warriors' lead, um, and I'll get into the fourth quarter in a minute. Um, but Curry was terrible in the second half. Really, he was just not that good. Um, just he really just wasn't really inefficient getting get many shots up because the Raptors are playing this defense where they just trap um, Steph Curry every single possession like they are so focused on Curry um, and they are not letting him get his shots up uh, or they're not going to let him get easy shots up they're going to get get a contest at the bare minimum uh, but last night Draymond was actually pretty good. Um, he he made a couple of threes, which I was surprised, especially considering that he shoots like he's wearing a backpack on, um, which is hilarious. Clay Thompson, uh, neither Curry or Thompson were, were really efficient last night. Both had, or Curry had 31 points, Clay had 26, but both, like, Curry shot 10 for 23, Clay shot 9 for 21, uh, which isn't awful. It's just not as good as you'd hope. Uh, Demarcus Cousins was... He had a roller coaster of a night. Like he had 14 points, really good offensively at times, six rebounds. Like he he was he was pretty he was he was decent last night. He was okay. Um, Iggy 
two of seven, one for three from the three point line. But mainly, the Warriors' offense came from Curry, Thompson, Durant in the 12 minutes he played, uh, Green, Draymond Green, and Demarcus Cousins. That's one, two, three, four. Those that that's five guys out on the court that they could rely on for some offense. Um, and in the second half, let's just go on to the fourth quarter because that's what I really want to talk about. This was the greatest ending to a fourth quarter I've ever seen. So with three minutes left, um, the Warriors, what are they up? Were they up? They're up three. They're up by six. And Kawhi Leonard turns it on. He wasn't having that great of a game, really. Like he had 14 points in the, um, heading, like, in the fourth quarter. He had 14 points at one point. Uh, but he turned it on. He went on a run where he scored 12 points, put the Raptors up by six. The, they actually had a, um, once uh, Kawhi Leonard went on that run where he scored 12 points and put the Raptors up by six with under three minutes left, they actually had the trophy, uh, the Larry O'Brien trophy. Like, they had it into the hallway, pushed into the hallway, and they lined up the home locker room with, um, with plastic for the champagne celebration post game, and they had that all ready for the celebration. Cause I really thought that the Raptors had it in the bag at that point. Cause Kawhi Leonard uh, was struggling a little bit. He wasn't really hitting the shots. wasn't playing efficiently. But he was pulling up from three, hitting these tough shots. He came to play. I know the refs missed a a weird travel call. Um, it was it was a travel. People are saying that it wasn't a travel because he took two steps. But in basketball, when you take two steps, you have to then make a basketball play. You cannot pick up your dribble, take two steps, pause in the air, and then make a basketball play. That pause, since Leonard paused at that moment, that is a travel. You have to make an immediate basketball play. You cannot wait three seconds to then pass the ball. That was a travel that they missed, and it was an obvious travel. Um, and then, but Leonard was fantastic. And then, so many crazy, like there were so many just devastating, like just devastating mistakes made on both sides. Demarcus Cousins was basically playing for the Raptors in the final three minutes. He had two goaltends, one off, one offensive basket interference call one goaltending call on a uh, Kyle Lowry layup. They had a moving screen on the Warriors' last possession, which really doesn't, it rarely gets called, but the the referees decided to call it at that point, which I thought was a terrible call. you got to let that go. Like, y'all, they rarely call it. I know it's a foul, but they rarely call it. I thought they should have let it go. Um, and then Lowry... Okay, there for for the final like for this series, the Kyle Lowry fan club has grown immensely. A lot of people are joining the Kyle Lowry fan club. All y'all look like clowns now. Kyle Lowry was a bona fide scrub in the final three minutes. He missed a three. Um, what else did he do? Did he was he he was the one that turned the ball over, right? Because. The Raptors had a turnover in the final three minutes where they had a 24-second shot clock violation uh, because there was a bad pass at the end, uh, deep in the shot clock, and it went back court, and they had a shot clock violation. Was Lowry the one that turned the ball over at that point? I don't really remember. Lowry was just terrible in the final three minutes. 
Um, like Kawhi Leonard was fantastic, but it, but like Lowry was so bad, and people have been just complimenting him so much for the way he's played this series, and he has been good, but he still is not trustworthy in the final minutes of a playoff game. Like he was eight for sixteen for eighteen points, but in the final minutes of the fourth quarter, he was trash, and he was the MVP for the Golden State Warriors. Um, but I think last night was just a testament to how mentally strong the Warriors are. Uh, because it was it looked like they were done. Kawhi Leonard was cooking them, rotisserie chicken style. The Marcus Cousins was killing them with his stupid mistakes with the goaltend and the moving screen. And they only had two shot creators. They only had two guys who could create their own shot, and that's Curry and Clay Thompson. Uh, but like when they were down six, they were down 106. Or what? No, they were down. Was it 103 to 97? Yeah, that's it. They were down 103 to 97, and uh, Clay hits a big ball like a like I like he was like showing off. He's like, yeah, I'm a big shot maker. Hit a big ball as three uh, to put to really put the Warriors behind by only three points. And then the, the Raptors came down. I believe Leonard airballed an 11 footer. Curry grabs the rebound. Warriors set up their offense. Curry comes around the screen. And he's pretty open. For the way the uh, Raptors have defended him this entire series, he was pretty open on that play. Uh, Van Vliet did get a little bit of a contest there. Um, that's just way too much space for him. Um, hits a moving shot to tie the game up. Um, and for how inefficient Curry was in the second half and how, how much he struggled, that was a huge shot there. Um, he's that type of guy. He's a superstar. He's going to make plays when it matters. Um, they tied the game up, then they hit another three, because they hit three straight three, they hit three threes in the final, final few minutes, then the Raptors, uh, where did they get the two points, did they get them on free throws, I forgot how they got the final two points, I really forgot, but like in the final, like three possessions of the game, the Warriors didn't score, because they had, um, they had the basket interference, offensive basket interference, which I don't think was the right call on Cousins. Then they had the moving screen on Cousins. And they didn't score, yet they still won on the road in the elimination in Game 5. That was, I mean, it was just a crazy game, Game 5. Insane elimination game. The Warriors survived. They're moving on. Uh, they got a Game 6. I mean, DeMarcus Cousins, he's going to have to be really good for the next two games for the Warriors to have a chance. Looney's out for the series. Um, the Warriors have like five, six, maybe like five or six guys they can rely on. So they're just pulling out, they're just like tugging at straws now, trying to get get like some lineups that will work, get some... I mean, like they just don't have a whole lot of pieces right now. The, the Raptors should be ashamed. And they've even lost two games so far. Um, the, the Raptors need to win it in six. They gotta win game six. If they don't win in game six, game seven is gonna be tough. Even even though it's on it's at home, it's gonna be tough because they got a whole lot of guys that have never been in a game in a game seven in the NBA Finals. They've never been in a moment like that. Uh, but yeah, last night fantastic game. Kawhi Leonard, I think he took. I mean, he really showed. 
that he is a dominant player and that he is a definite superstar. Uh, moving on, I want to talk about um, the Lakers' number four draft pick because they have, they have the fourth pick in the draft, um, and it apparently they made a promise. A lot of league representatives have said that they that the Lakers that they believe the Lakers made a promise to Darius Garland that they were going to pick him with the fourth pick, which I really like. I love Garland. I'm a huge Garland fan. I have, I have some Darius Garland stock. I think he's the second best point guard in this draft. I really like him. I think he's a good player. Um, I think he really fits in, in the Lakers system. And if the Lakers are going to make a trade for Anthony Davis, like if they don't make a trade for Anthony Davis, this is a nice pick. Because I think they should either draft Darius Garland or Cam Reddish. I think both those guys will fit very well with them. Reddish, um, I think Reddish might be the better. I don't know. I just don't like Reddish's production this season at Duke. And it, he's really talented. He's got a whole lot of upside. Um, but like his production at Duke this year was just really disappointing and underwhelming. Um, and I think he's a good player, but I'd, I'd rather have Garland, to be honest. Um, he's a better, not a better point guard than Lonzo Ball. Um, but he's better for today's game. He's got elite range. Not a great passer, but a, a, an average to slightly below average passer. Um, really good slasher. He's good at driving to the rim, using his creativity to finish at the rim. He's not a great finisher, but he's a creative finisher. He can finish with finesse. And I think he, I really like him um, going to the Lakers. I like that pick. Um, I think it'll the Lakers will have to cre- get creative with how they use Alonzo Ball offensively. Um, I think they can just have Garland be like a two, be the shooting guard, have him come off screens because he's a great shooter. He's a fantastic shooter, probably the the best, maybe second best shooter in the draft. A lot of a lot of GMs or uh, front office guys have been saying that Cam Johnson from North Carolina is the best shooter in the draft. Um, but I like I like Garland because he can shoot off the dribble, off the catch. He can shoot. He's got a lot of range. Um, and I really like him, and I think the Lakers will be a great spot for him. Um, even I don't think the Lakers will have this pick, so I don't expect Garland to be wearing a Lakers uniform next season because I really think the Lakers are getting Anthony Davis. Um, it looks like they're in prime position to get him now. Um, but I, I, so I don't think they're going to get Garland, but I want to talk about that. And I think it, it, that would be a great pick for them, and I think he's a great fit with the Lakers. Moving on, I want to talk about Durant. Because with Durant in, Durant's injury, this totally changes the landscape of the NBA. Um, a torn Achilles is extremely difficult to come back from. It's extremely difficult, and it, like history does not, I mean, it does not show anything positive um, about uh, Achilles injuries. It ended Kobe's career. Um, Dominic Wilkins wasn't the same after he tore his Achilles. Rudy Gay hadn't been the same. Um, so, I, I don't think there's anybody that has come back from an Achilles injury and has been near as good as they were before. Um, so, I, I mean, this injury could really alter Durant's career. Um, it could end his career, possibly. Um, I don't think he ever comes back from it at the same um, he's, he's not going to be the same. I, I don't think he's going to be as effective as an ISO player. I don't think he's going to be as, as effective as a po- as a back-to-basket player. Um, 
I mean, he's probably going to have to play more of a catch-and-shoot role. I don't think he'll have to be, like, limited to a role like Clay Thompson. Um, now, not, not, I'm not meaning to bash or disrespect Clay Thompson by saying that. Because Clay Thompson's a great player. But I don't think Clay Thompson, or that Durant will have to be that type of player. I just think he'll have to take more. Just really kind of... I don't think he's going to be able to carry that load, carry the load offensively to where he's got to be the main shot creator on a team. He's going to have to be a, a more of a catch-and-shoot guy. Um, shooting threes, possibly going back to the basket, not as much as he does. Um, he's not going to be driving as much, I don't think. And the biggest thing with this, besides Durant not being the same basketball player afterward, after this injury, I think it's his contract. Because uh, with this injury and with the Warriors um, pro- pro- are like probably losing this series, I think Durant, it looks more and more likely that Durant remains in Golden State uh, for a year, possibly two years. Um, I think he'll get, like, three max contract offers. I, I still think there are three teams that offer him the max. And that is Golden State, the Knicks, uh, and probably the Nets. Uh, and w- this injury is a one is a year-long injury, so Durant's not playing next season. Um, it's, and it's not even like Durant's going to come back in, like, March. No, he's not coming back. He won't be playing next season. This is a very tough injury to come back from. Um, so, so, um, his con, just, free, 2019 free agency is going to be really interesting, because it looks like Durant probably goes back to Golden State, um, I don't, I don't think a whole lot of teams are going to be offering the max now, I think a few teams will, um, but, I mean, this is just a crazy injury, and it really sucks for Durant, that he got hurt in an NBA Finals game, um, when a lot of people were questioning, the legitimacy of his injury. I never did that. I was really kind of confused to why Durant didn't play in Game 4. Um, they made it sound like he wasn't ready. Maybe that's the case. I just, I would have loved to see, to love to have seen Durant play in Game 4. Because uh, I, I just feel like if he played in Game 4 and, and the Warriors won Game 4 and Game 5, then the Warriors would have been in a really nice place to win the series. But I feel like Durant not playing in Game 4... Um, and that loss just really hurt the Warriors. Um, obviously, he couldn't play, couldn't handle it, and he should not have played in Game 4. Um, but I, I just really hate that a lot of people question how serious his injury actually was, because it's obvious that the injury is extremely serious, and that Durant was, like, should not have been playing in Game 4. Um, but he, he had to play in Game 5, in my opinion. It's the NBA Finals. You gotta put it all on the line. This is what you play for. Um, basketball players know that. You don't play for just for money or for stats. You play to win the championship. Um, and that's all you play for. And so I was really happy that Durant um, really set aside his future, said, you know what, I'm not gonna sit out and guarantee myself um, a ton of max, max contract offers from teams and free agency. I'm going to play with my teammates give it my all, and I'm going to risk my health um, to try to win a championship with my brothers. And so I really appreciated Durant doing that last night. And I I thought it spoke volumes about his character uh, for what he did last night. I just think it really sucks what happened um, and the fact that he he just got like a a possibly career-ending injury in Game 
five really sucked. Um, it looks like the Warriors are gonna lose in six games. Um, I don't. If they win this series, I will be absolutely shocked. I don't think they have enough. Um, they're not, like Toronto is just too good. They're a really good team. They're like they are just a tremendous roster. The way that they're created, the way that their front, the Raptors front office has created this roster, or has built this team, is fantastic, and I love them. Uh, but yeah, I, just prayers up to Durant because that injury sucks. But anyway, I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. Enjoy this epic episode of the On the Ball podcast, and I will see y'all next time. Peace.